That minute when your computer freezes. Ah, <laughs> you're trying to do the intro. <laughs> oh, uh, welcome everyone to another episode of the Absolute Geek Podcast. I'm Matt. I'm Kyle. I'm Zach. I'm Brian. That's the difficult about doing a live show is when you have a computer issue, everybody fucking catches it. Stupid <laughs> Max. Uh, hands. Oh well. That's, that's what you get for having an Apple device. Yep. Yeah, I'm sure that's it. <laughs> you're all of a sudden a fucking elitist now that you have your little fucking uh white surface pro surface pro huh <laughs> you're a microsoft elitist now huh no i don't look i don't look cool in the coffee shops anymore nope you sure don't sitting there with your shitty little oh, dollar paperweight <laughs> yeah. actually my surface pro is fucking awesome yeah how much was it if you don't mind me asking it was on sale for Fourth of July, so it was four hundred dollars off. So wow. it was seven ninety nine. Nice. And it came because you know, like most of the times, they don't come <clears throat> with the keyboard. It came. it came with it. It came with the keyboard. Nice. Yeah, it's not bad. I like it. I think my mom and my sister got a Google uh, a Chromebook for uh, Black Friday, and it was like maybe a hundred bucks. I just and bought one for my dad for that. For hundred bucks, so that's so nice. That's, yeah, those are perfect if you don't. If you're just the average computer user, they're perfect. Yeah, when I was in uh, hospice, they gave me or my mom bought it and she brought it to me, and I just watched Netflix on it and surf Reddit and stuff. It was yeah, nice. I ended up having to get one for my pops just because everything else he touches, computer wise, he breaks because he's <laughs> you know pressing Melody buttons. Porn. Yeah, exactly. Pressing buttons, he doesn't know what to do, and Ooh. I was like, "You can't fuck Ooh, this porn. one up." What does this ad do? What does this ad do? Yeah, Pornhub. Pornhub. Oh, download, download that. No problem. I just hit enter. Oh, I won a hundred bucks. <laughs> I'm the hundredth person. Ooh, download this. It says my computer has a virus. I need to. I need to get rid of it. So I need to get this program. <laughs> I don't know. This, my computer has an STD now. I need this. I need this program to get rid of this virus. So I, I have a question. This I, was kind of. I probably I've been, don't have an answer. Well, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> so since I'm going to San Diego Comic Con this weekend, lucky. Kind I, of. I was thinking of what what Gee, would happen. Only like five minutes into the episode, before he's gonna start rubbing that in. So I'm going <laughs> to San Diego this weekend. Just in case you didn't know. <laughs> so what would what would so, or how how could I put it? I would. Get what, your would Hulk what could happen? What could happen um, at San Diego Comic Con that User would actually Jenny. deter people to go? All uh, the people. No, that would deter people to go. A shootout. All the people. 
all the people there is a deterrent to go. No, yeah, right. <laughs> people still go. That doesn't deter. The nuts, anybody. the nuts, the butts thing is is is. is it's I mean, part what's, of the what's something dude? so extreme? Like nuts to butts is part of the experience. It sucks, but it, it is. Yeah, and the bo and stuff. Yeah, and know. all the stupid people stopping in the middle of the lane. I think the biggest thing about San Diego is it's kind of lost its Comic Con feel. It should be yeah. San Diego like media convention or pop culture con or pop yeah. culture con. I think because I mean I like me and Brian have talked about this. I would love to just put on just a not not just a comic convention where there's just comic writers and artists there and it's small and it's dingy and it's it's just in a you know what i mean it's just like in like a holiday in like a convention place you know what i mean like the just somewhere is, small the question is now is there enough of the the old school comic book fans still left out there to support a convention like that no because there's it's, not, it's, it's it, it, not like everyone's crossed that medium into the normal, you know, now they're into the pop culture stuff as well. So if you want the numbers and you want the money, you need the, uh, you, you need the Norman Reedus's, you need the Bella twins, you need John Cena, you need, you need those names to make those numbers come in. Cause there's not enough people with like us that have a backpack full of comic books running around excited to see our favorite artists and writers. Then that's, and I think that's where the issue comes is, Oh my God. <laughs> Who? John it, Cena. You have to, <laughs> you have to adapt to survive. And I think that's exactly what is going on. All the conventions. There's, there's gotta be to somewhere in the middle that, that can be met that, that meets the the criteria that it could just keep that nice small feel to it. But something like San Diego, it doesn't. It has to be this huge media. Well, I think at some fest. point you gotta you gotta cater to the majority. And you go to San Diego, the majority. Of the, what are the majority of the people there? First, people come from around the world for this. There's a ton of tourists there. Yeah, Chinese and Japanese tourists are. are crazy there because they stop and take pictures of everything and you know they, they come from all over the world there's tours there most of them are coming for the tv show so you got to kind of cater to the to the populace you know to the majority and that's that's what the big draw about san diego is is it's unfortunately it's not the comics anymore it's to see what new hot trailer debuts there what ne- the next season of your favorite tv show holds you know it's it's star watching, but star watching. Yeah. Seeing who you meet on the floor, who you run into, or, you know, it's, I don't know. It's not, I, I think as much as we, we harp on it, I think it's, it's just time to say that the old school comic convention or the old school way of conventions is just dead. There's no way to sustain it anymore. Yeah. It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> It's been on life support, especially now when and it goes hand in hand because it's terrible that the things that's driving the comic book industry are right. Well, maybe not so much, but in a ways is the movie announcements. What's being made into a movie, what Netflix is making, what Hulu's putting out, what, you know, Amazon's putting out. So it's, it's what's driving people to go there. 
I just it would just be nice to have it, you know, and that's what I always liked about Amazing is it was just so it was just so comic driven that it was just, it was just it was just refreshing. It really was. But I mean it's yeah, it's nice just it's it's nice just to run around and just know that you're you're just running around to see your favorite writers and and artists and stuff like that. It's I I think that's just I think that's just nice and refreshing. The other bad thing right now though too is that this this community is becoming so volatile and hostile. It you know, you it's why would you know how would you get how would you push that through? Like the fact that Tom King is walking around the writer of Batman is walking around San Diego with a personal bodyguard because some douchebag threatened sent him death threats over Twitter over Batman 50 is ridiculous. Wow. Yeah, it is ridiculous, especially since Batman 51's out. <laughs> you need to get over it. You know, it's, yeah, but yeah, it didn't spoil it. Yeah, they kind of spoiled it, but it wasn't, it was still a good read. It's ridiculous that you're going to send death threats over them to the man over it. Well, like I, I was might saying, see, um, I might see a death when I'm there. Or Lady, Lady Death, the guy we talked about last week that's there that did the, um, that's doing the Border Town comic for Vertigo, like, um, that's ridiculous. Like, when when did this community become about that? Like, that's so stupid. Like, what, take your fucking opinions where you have to send death threats. Oh yeah, take your opinions online like the rest of us fucking nerds and bitch about it online like we're doing right now. Keyboard warriors, <laughs> don't. Twitter, social media, man. Like, social media is a, it's a terrible. It's a, it's a beautiful and terrible fucking thing. Yeah, it, and it teeters it, it, back and forth, you know, so quickly. And I think that's the other thing that kills the the old school convention is because before the only time you could meet people like this is by it going to conventions and interacting with them. Now they're a fucking tweet away. I'm in a way. They're a tweet or a Facebook post away. You know, it's like. It, the magic and the lore is is just all gone. Now so, it's it's to see scantily clad women mm, in cosplay and steampunk. Yeah, well, I'm gonna try to go see Cena on Saturday. Are you? He does a signing. That's good. I'm sure, he'll be glad to see you. I haven't seen him since last year. Huh. Are you the one that had a stroke? Yeah. Are you the guy? Don't talk about it anymore. Stroke. <laughs> <laughs> Remember how enamored uh, Cena was with Dan? Yeah. He was? I think it's funny that Cena thought Kellen was gay for the longest time. <laughs> well, uh, I get that. I don't know. I, I, get I, th- that. I think he's sort of right. Because <laughs> <laughs> he strikes out with women all the time. I don't know. That's the only option. But San Diego is a... San Diego... You gotta go. Like I was telling someone the other night, you gotta go once just, just to get the experience. It experience. to say you did it, and it's crazy and it's hot and you're nuts to butts and you gotta have a lot of patience. And if you're if you have anxiety or you don't like being in big crowds, it's probably not the place for you. But that's why I like to go. I was talking about going tomorrow. I was like, man, I was like, I should just drive up there late friday night and buy a hotel room for saturday so go up there late friday night just hang out all night and all day saturday sleep saturday night and drive home sunday but 
I just I don't I don't know. It's a long drive. No, it's a long drive, and I forgot that I have other I have prior obligations on Saturday. I I too made family plans on on all all that shit you gave me. I know. I know. I too made family plans unbeknownst to me, so I have to be in town Saturday. I can't. I can't go to San Diego Comic Con. This is Jared Leto weekend. I can't. Oh my god. Oh I have, God! I have to see Thirty seconds to Mars on Sunday. You, that's concert's gonna suck ass. You know that. I'm gonna wear that's interesting. I, I, would, I would think that he'd probably be there with all the news of him playing Morbius and all that other Joker. I mean, he he might be, but I know Sunday he'll be here for sure because uh, you know that's you know, it's Sunday only, night's a concert. It's what a half hour flight or six or a six hour drive. It's not that big a deal. Yeah. Yeah, because my flights, well, they actually listed my flight for an hour and 10 minutes, which I thought was kind of weird. It's the same distance as Vegas. You might have, there might be some kind of like delay to take off or something. I don't know. But, um, or maybe weather wise, or maybe they just added that time for weather. Who knows? But I'm surprised Joaquin Phoenix isn't there. Yeah, that guy's such oh, a first. weird, weird hermit. He's a weirdo. Yeah. I like that the Joker movie is just simply titled Joker, though. I like that. It's simple. It is. It's very simple. Hey, very keep simple. It simple. That's what people like. But um, oh, what else has uh, been going on with you guys? I know Jose's gearing up to go on Saturday. Yep, I have a disappointment tomorrow. Hopefully, I don't fuck up anything so I can't go Saturday. And you might have major surgery. <laughs> get a cavity filled, major surgery. Get a teeth cleaning, it's major surgery. Are, are you driving up there, Jose? No, I'm flying. That is the way to do it, though. If, if, if anybody wants to do it, Jose has it figured out. Especially if you've gone, you know what? You fly in, you do the I've call, driven, and, and then I you fly back. Home. Yeah. Yeah, I'm surprised you don't do something like that, Brian. Uh, Flying for the day and fly out that night. You know, I I look at it a different way. I like the drive going up there, and then I like being able to. When I used to do it, I like being able on the way. Yeah, I like to be able to uh, pack my car. You know, on the way back with a ton of shit. And when you're flying, you can't do that. So, you know, I remember the last time I went, I probably had came away with. Like four long boxes full of dollar books on top Jeez. of all the other shit. But, but you know, I don't like, think you can do that anymore. I mean, there's everything's just so super expensive now. There's no, there's not as many like dollar bin comics and you know what I mean, like to, to search through as there was. It'd be Sunday, like that's Sunday the, at the afternoon. That's why I'd rather go to Baltimore Con than San Diego Comic Con. Yeah. Because it's more comic driven and there's more, there's, you know what I mean? It's, it's more geared towards, you know, there's more comic vendors and stuff there to dig through boxes. I'd rather do that. If I was going to go somewhere, I'd rather do that. And I think they do what on-site grading there. They don't do that at San Diego. Which is ridiculous. Yeah. You, they, think, you would think they would. Yeah. The biggest, you know, con ever. And uh, you don't even do on-site grading, but you'll they'd do have, that. They'd have to have 200 people there grading books. Mm. Well, in Baltimore, they cap the uh, the lo- quote unquote cap the line on Saturday. You can only you know so many people show up that you know everything after you can't do it after Saturday. So, 
Well, I, I told, I've been telling Kyle that for years that we need to corner that market and we should start our own grading system and just offer, we offer nothing but on-site grading. So we get to go to conventions and just grade books. Bring your books in and we take them back to the hotel. One person grades them, the other person ca- encapsulates. and We'd have to do it so that one person grades them, three people agree and regrade it, and then one person encapsulates it. It would have to be at least four yeah. or five of us to make but, it legit. But still, like you can make a killing doing that. It's a hard industry to break into. You know, you got to, there's CGC as a corner, you know, they've really uh, took, taken a hold of the whole grading industry with the way CBCS is, you know, trip ups lately. So any, any, you know, company that's trying to get into that niche is going to be having some issues. They all have trip ups though. Like, what was it last year? You had, you had um, CGC trip up with that. Uh, what book was that? That was completely fucked up, and they graded like a nine point eight. Oh yeah, and it was completely. Fucked I think it was up. first Iron Fist. Yeah, something like that, and it was all messed up. And they graded it a nine point eight, and then they were like, "Send us the book back, or we're gonna sue you." And the guy was like, "Fuck you, fucked <laughs> <laughs> up. That's that's on you." So. I think he, they all fuck up. I don't. Well, it's because it's like anything. It's it's people that are in charge of it, and people fuck up. Shit yeah. happens. It's human. Yeah, but the, I mean, it, to me, like it, it sounds like there's a huge error in the grading process. If you can send your book if in once and fly. get it, well, yeah, get it at like a nine six, and then you send it in again, and it can come back a nine eight. Like that's where where's the line? Like depends how the person's feeling that day. You got to kind of wonder what their guidelines of of grading is. Oh yeah, they got for booty. sure. They got like booty the night there before. has to be like a guideline they have to follow. Well, my uh, Walking Dead twenty seven that I sent. Remember, I I where we were at San Diego Comic Con, and remember I got it signed by Adlard and Kirkman. Yeah, the book I gave them was a nine six. The book I got back was a nine point eight. See. And it got signed. See, better. And I, I was tripping out because I, I was really nervous about it because I was like, "Fuck, it'll suck if it comes back like a nine two or nine four just from handling and you know shit that happens." And it's got it, you know, it went through a line, and but it came. I mean, it came back a nine eight. I, I I didn't argue with it. No, absolutely not. But that's my point: is people put a lot of emphasis on grading, but. What where does the grade? Where is the flaw in the grading process? It's still a third party person that that's reputable that's giving it a grade. So I mean, it's still and it's subjective. It, it makes that's you're right. And the thing that I've learned lately is buy the book, not the grade. Even when you're buying, you know, CGC nine point eight. Make sure you look at that 9.8 and make sure it is a 9.8 because a lot of the times, if you don't look at it, it'll come back and you're like, no way is that a 9.8. And that's kind of happened to me a couple times lately. What was that one book that we were looking at? Remember that it was, we got it, you got it back and remember we were looking at it and it looked, you got it from somebody. You didn't get it from CGC. You remember you bought it from. Yeah, it was uh, Birds of Prey, the, the, Dick Grayson issue where he, on the cover he's kissing Barbara Gordon and they're like s- swinging through the city. Uh, what issue is that? Eight Birds of Prey number eight, I think. 
But remember, and, we we looked at that and we were like, "What the? There's yeah. no way!" And it, you know, it had to have gotten switched out or something. But then well, it's, what still I th- the, it's still the same old adage of, "Are you sure?" And how can you be one hundred percent sure you're getting back the same book you sent them? Yeah, I think I think you do get the same book back. I I I, I, think I don't percentage. Think so. I, I think that it. percentage is so small. The way you the way you deal, especially like when the last time we went to San Diego and you got the the uh, I think it was the Stan Lee autograph and it was just like throw your book in this box and we'll make sure to get it back to you. Yeah, but that book that book had like on the back. Remember we filled it out. I it was my name, my email address. It was all together. And just like when I mean I'm not sticking up for everybody. I mean I, I'm sure shit happens. I'm sure there's a couple times I think I've gotten the wrong book back, but. Um, I think it's better to grade. My uh, there's one book I swear I've gotten. I got the wrong book back. I was looking. Actually, I was looking at it today. It was uh, the Detective Comics. It was the first Jock and uh, Snyder. And I got that book back as a like a seven I was like, I don't. There's no way I sent this book out looking like this. This can't be my book because, you know, when you – and Brian knows this too. When you look at a book, you're, there's no way you're going to – I'm just going to send this shitty book out and get it signed, pay for it to get signed, pay for it to get graded, pay for it to get shipped back. There's no way I would have let that book leave my hands that fucked up as a 7.0. There's no way. It would be nice if, like, the comic book industry started putting, like, a barcode maybe on the back – like the back corner of the book opposite of the sales code to for for grading and that way like they could have systems where they could scan the book they scan the barcode in the computer system and then okay so this is you know this is your book it's you got your barcode and the barcode is on the the label at the top of the the um casing and and everything like that that way you're insured that you're getting what you sent in back i think the i don't See, I think for the most part, when you send it to CGC or CBCS, that you're getting your book back because there's an order form and they kind of tape everything together in clumps. So, you, you and, you know, and Brian could probably back this up for me too, but they, they kind of keep everything together. So when it gets there, I'm assuming it stays together. You know what I mean? My concern is when I send it to like a third party person that like I send it to Joe Schmo. And then Joe Schmo gets it signed for me along with 600 other books. That's when I'm like, am I getting my book back? But then also when you send your book with someone from CGC or CBCS to another convention to get somebody to sign, then send off for grading, you can't guarantee that your book, that's your book. There's so much opportunity for error there. How can you guarantee you're getting back the same thing you're sending in? Sometimes you're going to make out, like especially with that Walking Dead, if that's not your book, you made out, you know, you went up two points in the grading scale and somebody went down two points, you know, or or whatever. But you can't like I know you do that I, a lot. I think in that situation, that was my book because I I was what? there. I cracked it. I'd say that, too. It was cracked in front of me. I filled out a submission form. They slid it into a. uh a bag and board that had a, a window cut open and then they slid my paperwork inside that bag. So I think it stayed like that. You know what I mean? Cause they didn't take it out of the bag and put it in something else. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. In that situation. Oh my but God. 
I'm talking like when you send books to other places. I think I give. I mean, I'm I'm pretty confident, and I get my book back. There's just one time I swear to God, I don't think I did. What are you my Godding, Jose? There's um Deadpool two, um toilet seat covers. Oh yeah, that's so funny. It says this is all Fox could afford, and it has Deadpool's face on the toilet seat cover. And it, sorry, what okay. were you gonna say, Brian? Sorry, um. I can't remember. <laughs> um, Riveting. The, uh, Fuck Batman. There was a couple other previews that they were supposed to premiere at San Diego. What were the other ones other than uh, Teen Titans? Well, they start uh, off crappy. Well, today, I mean, today was only day one, so there's still there's tomorrow's the big day. Tomorrow's when you get the Walking Dead and you get all the TV shows. I know they did. Um, they released the trailer for the new Dragon Ball Z movie today. They released um, the trailer for uh, there's a couple other trailers that got released today. Uh, I think the new season of Better Call Saul was today. Um, I know DC had all their most of their announcements today. Um, not, I don't think much else got shown today. Is the Dragon Ball Z live action? No, it's animated. Damn. That's why I'm excited for the Bleach one because it's going to be live. It's not going to yeah. be animation. I don't blame them because a lot of those Japanese anime are really hard to make make them look good as live action. Well, the one time they tried to do a Dragon Ball live action movie and it was terrible. Maybe. Oh my god, that was terrible. Dragon Ball Evolution, it was garbage. <laughs> well, the casting was shit. Um, But... But yeah, but enough about Grady. So kind of, um, like you said, everything's coming out right now at San Diego. It's going to be a crazy... If it, if today is the, the precursor to the rest of the weekend, it's going to be nuts. Um, nobody... Yeah, they announced the new season of Clone Wars, like that Clone Wars is coming back. Nobody saw that, that coming. So, cool. so they're relaunching Star Wars, the Clone Wars. Um, Are they going to do it exactly the same? Yeah. Same style? Yeah. Hmm. <coughs> so, as far as we know, we, yeah, we got the Teen Titans. Let's talk about that that Teen Titans trailer since you guys brought it up. That fuck my man. It's fuck, dude. Hot garbage. <laughs> I was watching oh, it out, and I was like, Hard "All pass. right, this might not be too bad." It's kind of cool that they're going to show the uh, Dick's parents die because they really haven't shown that like in movies or anything. So, I mean, that aspect is kind of cool. Like, but my question is, what the fuck is he? Is he like a detective now? Yeah, he was uh, working at the police station. Him and uh, Barry worked together. Okay. No, I'm just joking. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, okay. Uh, It it seemed just, that was so terrible, the whole way they set it up. And I wondered how they're going to deal with that. Like, is Batman going to be in it at all? Or Fuck Batman. (laughs) I think he's going to be in it. I think you're going to see him as just like, shadows like jumping over the city or something like you won't actually see Batman time cartoons yeah I, he's mentioned but never shown I was I was like at first I was like okay it's not really the way they're portraying Dick Grayson it's not really Dick Grayson he's kind of he's not like 
in his own yeah, head actually. and kind of dark and stuff. You know what I mean? And that's the way they're kind of portraying him. He's a little more like not a leader. He's like, well, he's a leader, but I mean, he's a little more quick witted and he's a little more upbeat and he's a little more sarcastic. You know what I mean? Then, then, but the way they're portraying him in this show is like almost like emo. Yeah. It, it, and that's what I was saying to someone today. I was like, I don't understand what does with these DC movies and shows where they have to be all like dark and broody and like the pretentious, like fucking emo fuck boy. They're all like that. Yeah. It's, but that's not how Dick Grayson is. He's a little no. more like super confident. Yeah. A, a little arrogant. Yeah. Not as arrogant as Damien, but he's got, you know what I mean? And he, he, and he has good detective skills and he's, I mean, I wonder if they're going to show him if he's because you know, like in the in the comics and stuff, they show him he's very he uses his acrobat skills all the time, and I wonder if they're going to portray that in there. But I I don't know. I is it just going to be on the that stupid DC app or what? It's only on their DC streaming service. Well, I guess I'll have oh. to find it somewhere else. You watch on I mean, TV on like Cody or something. Listen, I mean, in in retrospect, that DC service that the, and they kind of announced more about that today at San Diego too. It's it's not a bad it's not a bad deal. So, what this service, what the DC Universe streaming service, it's an annual subscription uh, to the service will run about seventy four ninety nine. Yeah, or you can opt, or you can opt in to pay nope. seven ninety nine a month. So, if you pre order the annual subscription. Uh, which were made available today, you got a chance to win ticket. You got three months free and a chance to win tickets to the world premiere uh, of Aquaman in December. Um, but what are they actually going to put on it? That's going to make it worth seventy-five dollars. Well, that's so a lot the, of money. The release date is set for fall twenty eighteen, and at launch, the platform will be made available on iOS, Android devices, Roku, Amazon Fire TV, Apple TV, and Android TV. Uh, content will be synced across the devices, including digital comics, which will be viewable in 4K resolution on TV-based devices. Pass. When reading them on your television, the comic will be equipped with an autoplay feature and transforms them into a panel-by-panel high-resolution slideshow. Pass. The library will rotate uh, quarterly. Rotate close this. to quarterly. According to DC co-publisher Jim Lee, who then emphasizes that uh, available titles will number... In the thousands, fans and DC creators alike will be able to organize their favorite comics, television series, and movies into personalized playlists, which can be shared with the DC Universe community. So it's 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 like they're con- you get digital comics, you get their their original TV shows, which is I think right now I have to look up what they all are, but I know it's Titans for sure, and I know it's Swamp Thing, and I wouldn't be surprised if you see some of those other, like maybe some of the CW shows show up on there, like past seasons. Um, okay. So I can get, so for $75 a year, I can get, I can just find all that for free on the internet. Well, yeah. yeah. Who's going to read comics on their TV? It's the same as reading it on an iPad. Especially yeah. it, when people see 4k, they're going to be like, Ooh, 4k. Ooh, I get, to, I get to read the thought bubble in 4k. <laughs> Pass. I'll just find that shit for free. It'd be cool if, like, no, it won't reading be cool. them on your TV, but if, like, as you were reading it, like, at all. the comics moves, like, in the fight scene, like, you could see them, like, fighting or something. It goes back to what uh, 
Stan Lee said about comics versus digital comics. Fuck Batman. Fuck, exactly. <laughs> Fuck, Batman. Batman. <laughs> Fuck Batman. Yeah. I, I just, I don't, I don't think they're going to, they're going to put anything on there. That's going to be worth the $75 a year. And we, you're going to find it for free on the internet anyway. Well, well see, they, they could do cool exclusive stuff, you know, like, uh, download your own comic and print it. No, like add extras that you wouldn't get anywhere else. Not even in like the Blu-ray or, you know, oh, for, for like cool movies. behind the scenes shit. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people pay for that. I know it's kind of like on the same type of thing, but I've always said that if, you know, the NHL offered in-game mic, you know, how the players all wear mics. If they offered that feed, I would pay $10 a game to listen to it. So I'm sure you could do crazy shit like that where you offer insider stuff uh, that you would have never even seen anywhere or heard about anywhere else on just yeah, different stuff. As they do that stuff, it, it'll leak out onto the internet anyway. Yeah. So it'll be right back around as if you just give it time. People like us and other sources will talk about it anyway, so you get to hear it anyway for free, you know. Yeah. Right, though? I don't know. That's just how no, I No, I mean, it. you're absolutely right. I, I'm sure it will, you know, it'll find its way to other streaming sites. There'll be other ways to get it other than that DC site. But Like, I don't need to be the first person to get out and see it. I don't mind waiting 48 hours or 16 hours to see it. The only, I mean, the only it doesn't I, take long for anything to leak out and to be everywhere. It's almost that, instant. Did you guys see this? See that would make it worth it would be like if you could get your your normal DC Wednesday books like a day early or days early if you read them on the DC. They can't do that though. Streaming service. Why you're already paying for it? They can't Henry? offer it early. You're to pay even if you prepay for your books, you can't. You can't get them until they're actually offered. It's just the way it works. They do it with video games all the time. Yeah. What offer them early? Yeah. yeah. If you if you pay pre-order. so much amount or you pre-order, if you pre-order the game, you can download it four days early. And uh, EA does that all the time. EA sucks though. Well, that's besides the point. They still do it. God damn it. Here's another thing that a lot of people are going to end up talking about, I'm sure, is that if they're going to be offering all these comics on that app, it's just another dagger in the back of local comic shop owners. Oh, yeah. That's so it's, shitty part. instead of offering a free code or a digital download, they're just you're, you're paying for it already and you can get it. So, yeah, so it's just another reason not to go to your local comic book shop. DC don't care about your local comic book owners. They showed that with uh, the Batman 50 leaks. And they showed that with selling everything to Walmart. Yeah. So, did we see what, Jose? Uh, this headline. Henry Cavill doesn't think a snack, Zack Snyder cut of just a, any difference. You just cut out. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I did. What he said, though, is that um, Henry Cavill, Superman, says that pretty much he doesn't think that a, a Zack Snyder cut of of Justice League will make any difference about the film. Well, they're also thinking about replacing him too. So, and, <laughs> and DC DC came out and confirmed today right. that they came out and confirmed today at Comic Con and Warner Brothers did that they have no interest in releasing a Zack Snyder director's cut. So it's not 
it's not going to happen. Something tells me that there's that that relationship is strained. No difference. Yeah, I don't or think Joss Whedon really with... did. I don't think Joss Whedon really did much different to that film other than reshoots. I don't. I don't think a Zack Snyder cut would have made it any different. I don't know. A lot of people when they were talking about that movie, you know, kind of leaked that the Zack Snyder cut was pretty damn good. I don't know. I just think they are like, look, we already took our, we already took our beating over the film, and they took their beating over Batman, Superman, and they took their beating over Man of Steel with him. So I just think yeah. that they're like, it's not worth it. Yeah, time to just change it up. So just replace everybody. Yeah, that's, that's what they should do. They should scrap. I think that's what they're going to do. With Flashpoint. They should scrap this entire DC run, and, and except for maybe. Wonder Woman, but I mean, they're already kind of doing it with Batman. They're going younger. They're going to replace Ben Affleck. It sounds like it's Batman. They're kind of doing it with the Joaquin Phoenix Joker. It just sounds like they're going a different direction. And I think right now you're just seeing these movies come out because people, they've already promised them. So I think if Aquaman doesn't do good in December, you don't see another Aquaman or Jason Momoa gets replaced and they'd start over. Like, or even with Flash, I don't think. If Flash doesn't do well, he gets replaced and they start over. I think that's what they're going to use Flashpoint for. That'd be perfect. I mean, because that, that's what they're made. The Flash movie is going to be Flashpoint. Not anymore. It's not. They yeah. changed it already? They changed yeah. it again, yep. Oh, jeez. What a bunch of fucking dicks. I was super stoked for that. Yeah, they changed it again. Because it's such a that's such a good story. Maybe put out one Flash movie, then put out Flashpoint. But that's such a good story. It would be, I mean, I, I think it would be an awesome movie. It's a fantastic story, but to the casual person that that's not familiar with this, the reasoning behind it or the storyline, it, it really doesn't make sense for it to be the first movie in your. In no, your it, it would be a funky one to be. That's why I said make one Flash movie, yeah. and then the next Flash movie is Flashpoint. But but yeah, I almost feel like they can get away with not doing a reboot they can because of what you just said matt where the, the casual people aren't you know that into it they can get away with not doing a complete reboot you know you just do like a soft reboot soft reset where you just get rid of the actors and then you just don't talk about the past movies the one that sucks as much you know they can get away with doing that and not having everything be just thrown in the trash heap I think they need to quit trying to do they're not Marvel and yes. they got to quit trying to be Marvel and they got to quit trying to compete with Marvel and they can't do like if you want to do a Justice League movie do a Justice League movie but don't have them connect to other DC movies. You you don't force it. Yeah, it's you forced. had you had your your time with the Dark Knight trilogy and just make standalone. It's stuff. been 10 years by the way. Yes, it has and they're going to bring it back to theaters too. It's crazy. But, but like I said, you had your you had your prime, you had your your time in the sun, and yeah, Marvel did it differently, and they're killing it. But you can't seem DC can't seem to get the the connecting <laughs> storyline situation under control. They're trying to do too much at one time. Make yeah, standalone I, movies because Justice League was kind of an infomercial. I mean, it's a good movie. I really like Justice League, but I I, I looked well, the first time I watched it, I was like, this is just a infomercial of like so they can project these other movies out. Gal Gadot did a great job as Wonder Woman in a standalone movie. Why, you know, it it didn't. That movie's 
popularity didn't affect Justice League at all or Batman Superman. So just keep it keep it standalone, man. Like you don't need all this connecting stuff with the DC universe. And I think that would make I think that would make the DC universe more fresh and interesting. Their film universe as if it was all standalone. And quality trumps everything. Have a yeah. good script. Just you need a good script, and then that will trump everything. There's a lot of bullshit. It seems out like there. too much in a hurry. Look at DC's TV like shows or CW shows. Yeah, they're on the same universe, and yeah, there's parts where they intertwine, but they're not directly connected to each other. Like they they have parts where they cross over, but otherwise it's it's completely their own standalone thing. Like I think that's just the problem is that Batman Superman play too much into Justice League that's gonna play too much into whatever else comes next. Or Aqua you know, and I think Batman I think Justice League's gonna play too much into Aquaman or whatever if they said it beforehand or vice versa, but you had, you know, too much of you know, there was just enough Batman in Suicide Squad. That movie tanked on its fucking own. Hmm. But I just I don't I just don't think they have a they don't have a good way about going about connecting universes to to keep doing it. Just make standalone films. I think there was enough Batman in Suicide Squad. That's what I said. There was just enough Batman. I thought there should have been more. You think there should have been more? He was only in it for like like two minutes. Good. It's not about him. That's my whole point. Is it's not about him. It's about the Suicide Squad. You know. Batman should be in everything. <laughs> fuck Batman. Yeah, fuck oh, Batman. I still cannot get over that they said that. But then there's also the the thing that DC has a problem with radically changing their characters for TV and movies as well. Like, you know, Arrow for one, you got you got a green arrow, you got green arrow running around like he's Batman. He doesn't have that like quick wit and funny demeanor he's he's running around like he's batman and then for that teen titans specifically you have starfire looking like a streetwalker instead of starfire yeah i think starfire is one of the things that everybody's looking forward to and that they really shit the bed on that one Mm -mm. there's just some things that are like you you why why mess with it yeah if it's not broke don't fix it if you like the actress, that's fine. You can still cast her, but make her look more like you don't. I guess you don't have to make her dress as revealing as Starfire does, but make her more to the make her more to the character. Make, even if it was more like the cartoon Starfire dressed wise, it was fine. But what they put her in and that she's got the perm and Looks like stupid. Yeah, I, you couldn't even paint her orange for God's exactly. sake. Exactly. At yeah. least right. You know, people are going to complain. Oh, you just don't want a black, uh, you know, actress playing it. No, I don't, and I don't want a white one either. I want an orange one. You yeah. want one close to the source material. Yeah. Like I think you know, like I was talking to someone about this today, and and I think some of these writers and artists and creators, I think they should have a little more input into what their characters are going for, like where where what they're trying to do with their characters. Because like, I mean, George. Like, yeah, like George, George and Marsha came in, so like, whoa, 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 let's, you know, let's. Who the fuck is that? Yeah, let's back this up a Who's second. Who's this Shreddy? Who is that? Who, <laughs> what is going on? Who the fuck are you? Somebody fucked us up. <laughs> You're the wrong show, lady. <laughs> yeah. Like. 
Oh my it's God. like someone wandered in the set. She was like, "Oh, I thought I was supposed to be on for the new season of Glow. I didn't mean to show up for Teen <laughs> <for laughs> <Glow>. Titans." <laughs> you know, it's Beast Boy looks fine and he's green. Yeah, you know, they didn't fuck that up. Granted, he's not like the, the he doesn't look like the cartoon Beast Boy, and I think that's where a lot of people are trying to compare and contrast. Is he looks like the comic book Beast Boy, where he was a normal looking dude. He was just green. Yeah, and he's not all furry and animal looking like he is in the cartoons, but you know, Beast Boy's green. Okay, cool. Make Starfire orange for fuck's sake. Because I mean, you, you think they're gonna play into the love thing and get married and all that? I doubt it. That I was, think, you so. know what? That's one of the main reasons I love Teen Titans is because of the whole Dick Grayson Starfire thing, and I know a lot of people love love the whole Dick Grayson Barbara Gordon thing, but. The the, the storyline of, of Dick Grayson Harley Quinn Harley Quinn fan. <laughs> the whole storyline of Dick Grayson being that type of person is a big reason why people read Teen Titans. And the other reason is and this is going to sound really cheesy, but you know we a lot of young when we were young. Here's a you know a knockout you know alien with measurements of a goddess, and now you can't even have that on your TV show, which every fanboy was looking forward to. So. You know who should they should have had played uh, Starfire? What's her name? She's a model for Calvin Klein. Uh, Kate Upton? Yes. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, there should have been somebody like that looks like that. I, I, that's for sure. Like it should have been like a yeah. That. Like that's my gripe is I have no problem with the fact that they're using a black actress. I have no problem with the actress herself. It should my just problem look like is the character. Look like the character exactly. Yep. Look like the character. I don't. I don't understand why they have to emphasize. Well, we got to get race or sexuality or, or you know sexual preference so much in these movies. Just be character accurate. That's it. That's all I'm asking for. Paint her ass orange. You know, in. And call it a day. Put her in a more accurate costume to where she doesn't look like a streetwalker who just happened to get hit by some toxic waste and now has superpowers. <laughs> you know, it's it's like the Incredible Hulk jizzed on her and now she's got superpowers. Whoa. You know, it's like he paid for a night, jizzed on her, and now she's radioactive. He and got, <laughs> he's got superpowers. Like, it's it's not good. It's not. I don't mind Raven being so emo. Like that's that plays into it. And I like it. I really like that. She's the center focus of this. And like her not knowing what her abilities are and the issues she's having. Like, it's cool that she's the center focus of this. And which makes me wonder if we'll get to see her dad in the show or not. But I think that's the whole point, right? It's just character, character design, man. Like Marvel, Marvel, they do it right. They get it close enough. Like, yeah, they make changes. Like, People are flipping out about um, Captain Marvel's suit being green. Well, we don't need that. That's the first suit. You don't yeah. know if, it, if it's going to be red and blue in Avengers 4. Calm down a little bit there, but Teen Titans, like, you know, not just Teen Titans, but even just anything DC, like, why do you have to drastically change the way these characters look? Like, why do you have to drastically change the way the Joker looks or drastically change Harley Quinn where she's all tatted out now? And, you know, Aquaman. Aquaman and why why can't you just be more at a little bit more character accurate 
That's all I'm asking for. That's it. We like having our uh, we like having our, our our blanket. You know what I mean? Yep. We'll get the same thing. Yep, that's it. At some point, it, it's it's iconic with the character. Her orange skin is iconic to her, just like Beast Boy being green is iconic. If you had Beast Boy just being some some Asian or Filipino or white or whatever dude, and he's not green, it's not the same. Yeah. You know, it's like Dragon Ball Dragon Ball Z. What? How are you trying to connect that? It doesn't make sense. Like when they <laughs> oh have Ball other Z. people play it and. Oh, you're talking about like voicing it? Well, yeah. And then that that doesn't matter because the character is still relatively the same. But well, I mean, but they're different the actors. Anime, so if yeah. you, it always happens. So if you watch it the, the Japanese subtitle ones, it's always. And then by the time you see the English ones, it's like, who the fuck is that voice? <laughs> That's not the voice I'm used to. I I watch Dragon Ball in both Japanese and English, and I prefer I I like both voice acting groups the same. I did not I did not necessarily care for the old uh, Canadian voice actors from way back in the day, but I like the Funimation and the Funimation and Japanese cast. So, like when I was watching Bleach, I wa- I watched all of it in Japanese, and then it was and then they was on they were putting it on uh, Adult Swim, and I was like, oh man, I'm watching Adult Swim. And I said, who the fuck is that voice? <laughs> You know what I mean? But you watch 200 episodes or something, and then you hear another voice, it sounds funny. It's just the way it is. Same thing with these characters. You're you, you used to seeing these characters on a page that look a certain way. When you see them on the screen, it looks funny. It's just not what you're used to. Yeah, Jay Johnson said in the, on Facebook, uh, she looks like Miss Toxic Avenger. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Toxic Avenger. But... Dude, you know, so awesome, Toxic Avenger. I don't know. I just, I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna check out Titans. Am I gonna do it on the the subscription site? I might give them eight dollars one month to check it out, but I might not. I have other. I'm just gonna There's find, it. I'm just gonna find it online. I want to watch it, but I'm gonna find it so online. I, that's what I did with Runaways. I didn't buy Hulu. I just watched it online. I think, and the other thing I think is that I think this the show would have been better if they would have went Nightwing. Instead of Robin, I, well, I, I, I bet you it will. I bet you it it happens eventually. Well, I mean, it eventually happens in the comics. Why? Well, I mean, why you started off with Robin though? If you're not gonna, you know, have that connection with Batman established first, yes, you're right. right. It, it, that is weird. It yeah, he should totally be Nightwing. If if Batman's not a mainstay in his life. Then he shouldn't be Robin. If he's looking to have his own identity, like the point of Nightwing, then it should be Nightwing. Yep. Because that, I mean, that was the whole point of it was he was looking for his his own identity and his separation and his own thing. And so, so they, I wonder if if the show is picking up after he left Batman. Yeah, it is. Okay. But like when he first started, I'm like, okay, is this Jason? Is this supposed to be Jason Todd? Because he gives you that very Jason Todd Robin feel. Where you know you would expect fuck Batman to come from a Damien or a Jason Todd, and then when when Raven's like it's you, the boy whose parents died, or the boy who watches parents die, I'm like, oh okay, I guess it's Dick Grayson now. All right, this makes sense. And then I'm like, all right, Nightwing. And then you like when he's looking at the R and he throws it, I'm like, all right, cool. That 
Nightwing. He's gonna be Nightwing in this, and then you see him, and he's got the fucking Robin costume on, and you're like, uh, okay, this this doesn't work anymore. I bet you it changes. I bet you he's. I bet you before season two, or I, I bet you that maybe that's the end of season one is him finding his own identity. I mean, yeah, like, if he's like, especially if he's like, fuck Batman. Maybe that's maybe that's the the internal conflict going on the entire time. Well, like Brian said, if you're not going to have him being Nightwing, yeah, it should be that he he's breaking out on his own, and like you like you just said, it should be that internal conflict where he's he wants to start on his own, but he can't get out of Batman's shadow, so he he can't be Robin anymore. And in order to to be his own man, he's got to become something else. Night Robin. Night Robin. <laughs> the Blue Jay. The Blue Jay. <laughs> Instead of Nightwing, the Blue Jay. The Turkey Vulture. The tur- <laughs> <laughs> right. The Bald Eagle. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, the Turkey Vulture. <laughs> so, any new. Uh- Stan Lee news that we can laugh about? Um, no, other than he released know. another video today. Sound like he was going to die telling people he wished to be at Comic Con. Do believe us? Other I wish that. I was at Comic Con. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, it's the first year I won't be in Comic Con in how knows how many years. But I want you to know I love you, and I'm thinking about all of you. Excelsior! <laughs> I actually hurt my throat. Um. But while Brian's here, let's talk about this. Malar World announced its first set of films coming to Netflix. It's going to be Empress, Huck, uh, Ooh, Huck. Sharky right? the Bounty Hunter um, are the first three films. Dog the Bounty Hunter? World coming, no. to, um, coming to Netflix. So, speculation-wise, Brian, what do you think this does to the value of these books? I think Huck's the one to go after. I think that's the best story out of those three. If I, if I was going to go after at least the best story that might is going to catch flame. People was, are going to. Huck was a really good story, though. Yeah. yeah, it was short. It was good. You can't go can't go wrong. Well, and I really think what really drew me to Huck is that it's a different take on the superhero story. Like he he was a simple dude. He wasn't the smartest. He was kind of a simple man. But the entire town knew he had superpowers and he just wanted to help people out and then kept his secret. And then one outsider came in and fucked it up for everyone. Yeah. But, and, and that's kind of what I think drew me to Huck. But it's it's a really good. And I like the way they came out with their marketing campaign with all the different movie cover variants. Yeah. I think Those I have, are always fun to find. So I think yeah. I have the I have all the movie variant covers, but I think I have the Feel the Dreams one signed by Albuquerque. Really? No, I'm lying. <laughs> I figured you <laughs> fucking liar. <laughs> so you think yeah. that out of all of them, Huck's the one to go after, huh? Yeah. Uh, well, supposedly he's got more in the he's got more coming. So uh, that that deal when they he made that a couple of years back, everybody was really hesitant to say if it was really going to happen. But man, if there's somebody to put some money behind on storylines you know hiding in a bag somewhere that's the guy to do it i think i think you're gonna you're gonna eventually see um kick ass on there they're gonna redo kick ass well what's that there's there's another one that he did uh not irredeemable 
but it's kind of like Kick-Ass and it's superhero where they're just they're kind of evil. What, what one was that? Uh, anyways, I can I agree. I think Kick-Ass. As a matter of fact, I want to say I heard something not too long ago where they're going to reboot Kick-Ass into a uh, Netflix style TV show. Well, I know they just mm. rebooted the comic. It's like it's on issue six of the new comic, and they have a girl as the new Kick-Ass. I wouldn't mind seeing MPH as a a show because that would that 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 comic had a really cool concept. Miles per hour or whatever it is. Yeah, do you remember it? They all took that drug that made them fast, and they were like robbing banks and well, shit. So we, but we know we know Reborn is already going to get made into one. They just haven't announced it yet. I think that's going to be Phase Two. Well, here's the other one: Jupiter's. What is it? Jupiter uh, Legacy. Oh man, that's that's going to be a good one too. And so. Kingsman's already a movie. I don't know if I would see that coming to Netflix. Um, he's got Straight Light, Superior. Superior. Nemesis. Nemesis is another That's one. That's it. That's the one I was talking oh, about, Nemesis. Nemesis. It's it's like a Batman, but he's he's a hardcore. Yeah, yeah, he's evil as fuck. And then yeah, that one's a really good one to spec on. Wanted and American Jesus. <sighs> yeah, like Wanted's a, a weird thing because it's already a movie. Yeah, and yeah. the whole thing about that was that was so funny back when that first came out is he even came out and said, Hey, I'm based the main character's based on Eminem. So they never had that chance to kind of get out of the whole uh Eminem followed that storyline around, you know, oh it's based on Eminem, it's based on Eminem. Which I remember, what are you which one's that? Wanted. Oh. How's wanted based on Eminem? The the main character he he based exact he, he based on Eminem not his I did not know that yeah if you look at the main character in the comic uh, it's Eminem hmm. so that's two new things I've learned today but Jupiter's Legacy learning shit oh, what about uh-huh. Reborn I mean Reborn's got to be coming right well that's what I said I think Reborn will be they'll probably it'll probably be Phase Two we already know it's coming I mean Galapian's wife told me and pretty much confirmed it so we know there's at least talks where contracts have been signed, but I think that's going to be more phase two. Phase two. Chrononauts was another really good one. Was it though? I read the first issue and I was like, yeah, I liked it. I liked the whole idea about, you know, basically like uh, astronauts in a time stream type thing where they would kind of go back and, I mean, that's everybody's, you know, talks about that. Oh, if you had the ability to go back in time, what would you do? I was like, Oh, I'd go see if Jesus was real or, you know, I go to when Abraham Lincoln got shot. And yeah, I think that's a cool thing to a storyline to have really cool things happen when they're going to do stuff like that. How kind of like a quantum leap, right? Kyle, I'm gonna ask you: How long uh, do you think it is until Paper Girls is made into something? Movie, TV show? I don't think it will be. You don't think so? Yeah. Really? With how popular it is? Yeah, I just, I think it's too weird and too out there. I think it would be too hard to make into something. I think sex criminals would be. Sex criminals will never make it, but it'll be uh, like an HBO show. Yeah, yeah. You never think, know. There's some weird shit out there, man. Yeah, I think you could do. I think Paper Girls can make it. But I mean, it yeah. would be it would be fucking cool. It would be. I wouldn't want to see it. Well, I guess Netflix would be cool. I think I think Brian's Brian's right. If you're gonna if you're looking to 
spec books and you want to get in on the ground floor of this Millar World deal, I think Huck is the way to go because those issues are still, well, last time I checked, were still relatively easy to get and underpriced, but who knows now that they just announced that that's going to be part of the, the first wave. Some some things real quick since we're talking about specking that uh, has just blown up lately, and that's a uh, Batwoman with the whole uh, news coming out where they're going to do a live action Batwoman, Kate Kane Batwoman she, TV show. And it just got announced at San Diego. Sorry to interrupt. It just got announced at San Diego Comic-Con today that she's getting her own CW show. Yeah. So that's a huge deal. And uh, for all, everybody out there that's looking or wants to know, uh, her first appearances are in uh, the the weekly series that DC did called 52 uh, back in 2006. And uh, she has two early cameos, one in issue seven. I thought it was uh, issue three. Issue seven and issue nine are where she shows up as just Kate Kane. And then issue 11 is when she shows up as Batwoman. And she's actually on oh. the cover of that one. And there's a really good, that's a really good cover to that. So I actually saw someone selling those today because of that. Yeah. So 52, uh, the weekly series, 52 issues, seven, nine and 11. But uh, if that's where you want to get first appearances to me, there's some really, really good variants and covers that I want to say it was James Jean, James John. I don't know how to say his name, but the guy who did uh, fables, um, I believe, did some which on her regular series the the batwoman uh from the new 52 run uh there's some really good variants for that um a really good there's some really good alex ross variants for her she's got such a kick-ass costume uh that i really think that's a really good character to spec on right now and even if it doesn't blow up they're beautiful covers. So ch- take a look at those. Yeah, I was I was shocked I was shocked that they were they announced that she was getting her own show. I know they announced that she was gonna she was gonna show up in Arrow the next season, but I was not so expecting uh her own show to be announced. Yeah. It's a perfect character to spec on, especially with the whole uh les you know, she's she's gay, the whole gay aspect. Uh, it's something you can, a lot of people are wanting to have, uh, you know, somebody that they can look at and say, Oh, that's somebody I can relate to, I guess that type of thing. So that's a very good character. There's a lot of people chomping at the bit for that character to be on TV. She's very LGBT friendly. Well, and, and at the same time, you know, they, they released the news about, um, was it uh, birds of prey? So, you know, What's uh, Birds of Prey is going to be Black Canary, Harley Quinn. Uh, who's the detective that turned into the question? Maria. You guys know who I'm talking about? She became the question in that 52 series. She's the bat, bat, Batman detective, female detective in Batman. Um, did you say Batgirl? No, the <laughs> black girl. No, I don't think she's black. I think she's Mexican or Latin. Mexican? Yeah. Maria, some... Maria Hill. No, I'm God, Maria no, Hill. That's... No, that's uh, <laughs> um, um, yes, Maria Hill. Look it up real quick while you guys uh, 
see here. Renee Montoya. That's it. Renee Montoya. There you go. So Renee Montoya is going to be one of the main characters in the new uh, Harley Quinn movie that's coming out. I don't know if they're calling it Gotham City Sirens or Birds of Prey, but it's going to be Renee Montoya, uh, Black Canary. I think it's Birds of Prey now. Okay, Birds of Prey. Uh, Black Canary, Renee Montoya, Cassandra Kane, Batgirl, and I want to say The Huntress. Now, have they Ooh. for sure? See, I don't know if they're yeah, going to that, do that's Cassandra sure. Kane Batgirl or if they're going to yeah. do Barbara Gordon. No, it's Cassandra Kane. That's for sure. That came out. Yeah, that book is blowing up right now. That uh, uh-huh. the first appearance of Cassandra Kane, which there's two books that everybody are going after for that, and that's Legends of the Dark Knight 120, I think, um, and then because uh, if they're going off New Fifty Two, it was it was Barbara Gordon Batgirl that was in that. No, it, they they came out and said it was Cassandra Kane. Um, let me give you her. Uh, it's just so much easier just to look up first appearances when they're not. It's usually, uh, Batman 567. Yeah, Batman 567. And then the other one is um, something 120, issue 120. And I can't remember if it's Legend of the Dark Knight 120. Yeah, you're right. It's Legend, Legend of the Dark. Yeah, right. okay. So that's that's the the uh, Batman five sixty seven is that what it was Kyle? Yeah, that's her first. Yeah, that's her first Cassandra, and then her right. first appearance as Batgirl is one twenty Dark Knight one twenty. Yeah, and that and that one cover is amazing where she's on the cover. So those are those books are skyrocketing right now. As a matter of fact, let's see what they're where they're at. But. So yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. There's there's so much yeah. coming out from yeah, right. <laughs> there's that's, so much coming out from DC right now. It's it's and and on top, I think that's everything. Like you said, the last show, everybody's gonna start going crazy. So yeah. here's some of the prices on that Batman five sixty seven. Uh, they're going anywhere from like seventy to a hundred bucks. Uh, so. And that's only had like a, a half a day or a day at the most from the news to kind of chew on. And then Batman Legends of Dark Knight one twenty is going anywhere from like twenty to thirty bucks right now. Ooh. So yeah, that's that's you, you gotta love San Diego Comic Con. If you're a spec, if you're a guy that's uh, hustling, this is your speculation. Week. This is oh, your week. Yeah, mm-hmm. good stuff. Jeez. It's been slow two weeks for spec books, so. though. Oh, they announced the new Fantastic Four lineup, too. Did you guys see that? God, I really... Are you talking about in the comics? Yeah. It's it's not the original Fantastic Four. It's um, the Hulk Wolverine. It's... Um, Ghost Rider? Ghost Rider, Cosmic Ghost Rider, uh, Venom, and um, X-23. Stupid. <laughs> they are the new Fantastic Four. That's so stupid. And then one of the comic book stores that I I watched their auctions online, they did an homage cover to that. Um, oh, God. I can't remember what cover it was now. It was a... Uh, it was... Ah, shit. Never mind. I forgot now. I'll, I'll show you guys a picture. Here's my phone right I had too many drinks. I can't fucking find my phone. (laughs) 
Um, other news that came out today is that uh, Comcast has dropped his bid for Fox, leaving Disney to uh, acquisition Disney's acquisition with a clear path. So that looks like that's gonna that vote should be coming soon. So that's probably gonna be a, any a done deal, that's unless huge. the government uh, unless the government stops it. Um, Zombieland Two is officially has a release date, and it's gonna be out. October 29th, and it's going to be on the 10 year anniversary of the original film. Uh, AMC announced a new show through from uh, The Walking Dead's Greg Nicotero. It's the Creep Show TV series. Well, that's cool. And they're actually they're trying to start their own t- uh, streaming service. So, Creep Show, the iconic 1980s horror anthology film series, is coming back thanks to Walking Dead's Greg Nicotero. An AMC's Shutter service, um, Shutter AMC's horror-themed subscription video-on-demand service, uh, has greenlit a creep show television series to be helmed by Greg Nicotero, um, special effects director and producer of The Walking Dead. So it sounds like they're trying to start their own horror-themed streaming service. That's so really that's cool. Exciting. Um, they cast. I've uh, noticed that line. Not to interrupt, but I've noticed online a lot of people that are doing the live auctions. That's what a lot of people are selling right now are horror books. Yeah. So I know, like, uh, the what's his name from Flipside is really into the horror books. Yeah, Dino. And they're they're going for dirt cheap. Man, that good like, golden age horror stuff. Some of the stuff that you got, Kyle. That stuff has just gone into the stratosphere, man. So. Yeah, like people are really eating up the the horror books right now, you know. Like it, it might be it might be King of Dino to, to to jump on a couple of these different auctions that they're they're doing this, and he might be able to clean up because I know that's his thing. Yeah, like I think it was one night one of the auction guys that did it was it was three hours of nothing but horror books. It really? blows me away like, that like, those like guys... fifteen cent uh like fifteen cent covers. You know what I mean? Yeah. Old forties or all the fifties and sixties stuff. Yeah, blows me away that those guys can do three to five to six hours of uh, auctioning like that. They're on there forever. You could do it it too if you're slinging books left and right. As long as you're selling them, I mean, because you know the nights that they don't, they're uh, they go. You know, they'll only be on for a couple hours and split. And you can tell when a lot of these guys aren't getting the money that they want to. Yeah, but I mean, we honestly we should we should be doing those. I agree. I I think I think three that were not is crazy. Um, Yeah, Dan Fogler has been added to season nine of The Walking Dead. He was in Falls of Fury, Fanboys, um, Fantastic Beasts. Uh, He's so he's on the on The Walking Dead now. I wonder what he's gonna play. I have no idea. Um, like what I, 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 I've been thinking about it since we talked about it earlier and I was like, I, I wonder if they're going to like kind of do what they did for Daryl and they're going to create their own, like he, his own character. He might be, he might be somebody different. I could see them totally going that route from here on, you know, get away from the comic book storylines. Well, they already talked about that. They're introducing uh, Magna and them. Oh really? Yeah. Robert, they've already, yeah. they've, already cast, they've already casted them. And Robert group. Kirkman, um, he pretty much officially announced he's the first 
producing the first producer of the show to announce Andrew Lincoln leaving. So it's pretty much a done deal. He's dying. He's going to get killed. I don't know. You think so? I, I still think so. We'll find out tomorrow when the trailer drops and we dissect the shit out of it. Him fucking going out in a whimper, I think, would just be stupid of them. If he's going out, dude, he just needs to head on. You think shit or get off the pot, man? You think he takes the the one of the heads on the sticks outside of the the whispers? You know, that's a yeah. I think so. Yeah, that's a good point. I I I think, and I think that's how they're going to get rid of most of the cast. And then, so they can do their their own storyline. Is that that? I mean, that would be the perfect exit of the comic versus the uh, show. It's it's take the last few characters because you know Rosita dies on that. Ezekiel dies. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's a good point to to put everybody to 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 kind of cut ties. Well, that's, the other thing is that will make that uh, what is it issue one thirty eight. Is that what it is, Kyle? That would make that issue just skyrocket, right? Because that's where they the, the first real issue where they bring in a whole new group of people. Is that what it was? One thirty-eight. You know what I'm talking about, right? I think so. Yeah. The one where yeah, where they all die, or no. where they, they pike everyone. No, it's the one where they had like um, whole new bunch of new characters show up in, in one issue. And for a while, there it was hot like super hot they made a second print out of it and i want to are say you, are was, you talking about magna's first appearance yeah yeah it's not 138 no, no, I'm not, no i'm not talking about her i'm talking about god what issue is that one 138 they're into the whole whispers thing yeah um it's got like uh i'll look it up jesus i'm all over the place yeah you are <laughs> <laughs> I'll find it. But yeah, there's uh I guess that could be some good spec value then on the books. I was thinking that they were going to do everything they can to get away from it, but if they're going to bring Magna and all that Magna, stuff. Yeah, Magna's first appearance I think is in 127. Yeah, it is. 127 is yeah. her first appearance and she Yeah, that's the book I'm talking about. Yeah, it's her, it's her first appearance and she comes in with a whole new group of people. Yep. Yeah, that's it. And that's also the preview for Outcast. Yeah, because which they I, cast, think that, I think that produ- I think that comes out Friday. They cast um, tomorrow. Yukimo, or Yukimo, or Yukimo, uh, one of her group. The she's the Asian archer and part of her group. So yep. they already cast her. I don't think they've announced Magna yet. I, I expect that to happen tomorrow at San Diego. Um, but I mean, tomorrow tomorrow's gonna be just a massive day, man. It's gonna be so much stuff and i really think that once that tomorrow night kyle once that uh trailer drops we need to get on here and and break it down oh yeah for sure so and um, then the season two episode one outcast is tomorrow night on on cinemax Cinemax. or showtime or whatever it is sin o max finally fucking finally max Sin O Max, Skinamax, oh shit, and Tweed. And did you, uh, did you guys hear that? Um, uh, fuck, what, uh, God damn, I lost his name. Marcel Vestri announced his fucking Joker Batman book today. No, the three Jokers. Yeah. No, 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 no. This is 
it, old it's school, a, it's a yeah. different. Um, he's been working on this for years. Um, DC has finally announced a long running, uh, long rumored Batman project by writer and artist Mark Silvestri at Comic Con International in San Diego. The project will be titled Batman Joker Deadly Duo. As you probably get, um, he was quoted as saying, You probably guessed I'm working on a Batman. It's Batman Joker team up. We'd like to talk about it. And I couldn't believe that I, um, I hadn't, it hadn't been done before, at least not in a serious level. Uh, Silvestri said, It'd be full of uh, dramatic and comedy moments. I've been uh, wanting to do this story for 20 years. The the premise is that someone is screwing around with the Joker really hard, and Joker can't deal with it. He can't handle it, so Joker makes it so that Batman has to help him. Joker takes Jim Gordon and holds him hostage. Not even the Joker knows where he is, and he uses that to make Batman help him. Little pieces of Gordon keep showing up, and the Joker says, look, we're going to run out of pieces that aren't important here soon. And the villain, um, the villain is the book is going to be a new and original villain for the story created by Silvestri. And the project will run about seven and a half issues. Um, seven and a half. Yeah. He said he can't have himself. <laughs> yeah. so, so that one will be half price too. <laughs> yeah, it's going to run about seven and a half issues. He's the, he, and you know, that was a joke of course, but um, he's going to be writing it, drawing it and inking it. That's cool. He hmm. says, I hope this story will hit fans in the feels. And he laughed. I hope it makes fans say, wow, I didn't expect to see this in, why, uh, in that way. And be- didn't expect to see this in the way of Batman and Joker. There's no official release date on the book. Dan Didio explained, we're going to hold this book until it's ready. So you're probably not going to see it for like another five years. Well, that's what they should do, though. Well, they shouldn't announce a book and put the first couple issues out unless they're all in the can for a miniseries. Or starting... Yeah, I don't know how many events that they ruined because, you know, they put out the first three issues and then the artist isn't anywhere near done with the last three. And you wait six months and then you forget about the, all the uh, first issues. So it just... It's not like the books from J. Scott Campbell. And then, yeah, of course, they announced the, the Three Jokers story. That, that book's been floating around for, what, two or three years now? Yeah. So who's doing that? Is that Jeff Johns or or Snyder? Neither. Huh. I don't think. That was wasn't that Jeff Johns' whole thing that he uh, oh, yeah. he had going on. Uh, What's that? The Three Jokers. It's, he was the one that came up with that. John John Faybox Three Jokers. Huh. That's weird. Well, yeah, because that's the whole running thing. That's been going back since New 52 because well, that was um, the whole speculation. That was Snyder's thing is that yeah, he did that. Batman, Batmans are from – there's different Jokers. There's um, three different Jokers. There's the Golden Age one. There's the Alan Moore's Killing Joke one. And then there's Snyder's. There's – yeah, there's the old – yeah, there's the um, old school – Cesar Romero or Jack Nicholson Joker, then the, the, um, yeah, you're right. Then the, the classic Mark Hamill esque Joker, and then Snyder's. That's just so, that's still kind of weird to me. Well, all three of them? Yeah, having three of them. I can understand, you know, that the idea of it, but when it, I don't know, it's just weird. I think Joker's so, such an iconic character. Because that started in Justice League when Batman fucking sat in that chair 
Yeah. And he was like, Dark Side Wars. Yeah. Tell me the Joker's real identity and that it told him there was three different Jokers. Yeah. So that was a great event. Dark Side Wars was a great event. I think that's the last really good one they've done. And then, yeah, you got Spider, um, the new, the next fucking Spider Verse event starting soon. Uh, which is another crazy spec thing. If you guys haven't been paying attention to the, you guys remember uh, Spider-Man Noir? Those books are just skyrocketing. Yeah, his fucking like standalone books are going up in price. Yeah, his Edge of Spider-Verse issue isn't up there since that was his first appearance. Yeah. Well, man, those Spider-Man Noir, especially the variants, are the $100 books raw. So you guys have any of those in your long boxes, you want to make a quick buck, throw them up there. They're putting a lot of emphasis, especially with the new PlayStation game that's coming out on um, Punk Rock Spider-Man. So I think that's another one you're going to see skyrocket. Yep. Yep. And that's a great character in my opinion. But like Sid Vicious with uh with webs. <laughs> That's a good way to put that, I guess. <clears throat> Sid Vicious with webs. All right, let's go ahead and do a, a quick uh what would Kyle do and then we'll get out of here and Well people are still sending thing. those? Yeah. <laughs> do you actually get any any um responses on Instagram? Uh, I did not look. I forgot to look. Thank you for reminding me, Jose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's probably I do no. things do things on online and then I forget all about them. Uh, let me look at that real quick while I pull this up. Shut that dog up. Yeah, shut your little Sorry. dogs up. What do you think this is? Amateur hour? Are you an amateur? <laughs> Are you an amateur, Jose? I hate this new Instagram. I really do. It's different from it's the old Instagram. So on iOS, it is. I don't go on it enough, I think, to really notice. I think people just... Yeah, nobody posted the questions. They just like the fucking picture. You bastards. You lazy bastards. I didn't even like it. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> I posted it. <laughs> um, but yeah, we do have a, a What Would Kyle Do This Week? Let me pull it up here. Those are the best. This is, this is my favorite segment. Sure it is, because it's all about you. <laughs> I like I like all the attention. Um, so Jay Johnston says, um, so I'm submitting this for what would Kyle do? You pay for an item at a store with cash and credit card. You get about 20 minutes away in bad traffic and realize that you still have the cash and you didn't hand the cash um, a 20 to the employee. Would you A, go back to the store and do the right thing and give the guy the 20 that you owe him? Or B, say, fuck that guy and scream out the window, sucka, and as you drive home. <laughs> My wife did this scenario the other day, and um, she went back to the game store after she realized she had not given the man the, and the employee the cash the first time. Ha, 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 facepalm. What would Kyle do? It depends where it happened. So if it happened at Quick Trip, Ha ha ha, sucker. <laughs> but if it happened at like my local comic book store or somewhere like that, I would go back and somewhere that I'm friendly and they take care of me. They know you. And they know me. <laughs> and, and, and they can't text me or message me. No, I would if it was like 
my local comic book store or somewhere that I frequent that I'm friendly and I, I enjoy giving them my money. I would, I would totally turn back and I would uh, give it to them. But if it was like quick trip, circle K fries, eBay, fuck eBay. You. eBay. <laughs> I'm just saying if it was anywhere like that, I'd be like, ha ha fist pump as I'm driving away. Sucker. He said eBay. <laughs> eBay. <laughs> Yeah, it all depends on the place. Uh, because there's a couple times like I've gone to the comic store and I've, I think I've literally like I didn't even think I paid and I left and I can't and I went back in. I'm like, did I even fucking pay for those books? And they there's a couple times they've been like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, 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 you did. You know what I mean? Like, so I I went back in just, you know, just. It's my local comic book stores. It's somewhere where I like to be, so I don't mind giving them my money. Supporting them. Yes. What Karma's about you, Jose? I would exactly. have the, the same thing that what, what Kyle would say, basically. Or what he said. Exact same thing. If it's somewhere where I'm no face, oh well, it's their loss. If it's somewhere where I frequent and I know everybody, then I'll go back and pay. I feel I, I would feel bad for them. But not like a big place like you know QT or Soul K or something. Brian, yeah, like I said, karma's a bitch. I always have that in the back of my head. You know, what goes around comes around, stuff like that. So, I, I've I've had something kind of similar happen where I've uh, this was back when I was probably in my early twenties. I pulled up to an ATM and uh, went to go put my card in and it was at the part where somebody had forgot to end their session and it said, would you like any more transactions? And I had to sit there for a second and go, all right, I can hit yes and pull out as much money as possible and take a chance of getting, you know, some well, major charges. Suck. What do you mean? Well, you'd get hit cause you're on camera there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Or I can just be a good guy and hit cancel and, you know, put the card on uh on top or something because they're probably going to be back or so i just hit cancel and then my my buddy who was in the passenger seat just started screaming at me because he's like you know how much money we probably could have pulled out of there i'm like yeah i'm gonna pass on that you know how long you're been in jail yeah he's not the one doing the time for it you are so i i think i'm the same way if it's if it's someplace i frequent i go back if it's someplace like qt or Someplace I only go every once in a while, like maybe once a month. I I don't even pay attention to it. Pay it no mind. It's like extra twenty dollars in my pocket, sucker. Right. Fuck you, quick trip. <laughs> sucker. But that's it. That's all I got for this week's episode. You guys got anything else you want to talk about? Nope. Kyle. I don't think so. No, I'm good. All right. Well, if you guys are out at San Diego Comic Con this weekend and you see Jose Chimichanga, make sure to say hello. Give him I'm a hug. Love I'm that. Yeah, give him a hug. Give <laughs> him free food, a burrito. Oh, oh, if you give me free food, I'll, I'll give you a hug. Yeah. Make, sure, make sure he gets my exclusive. And make sure he's well taken care of and doesn't have a stroke in the middle of the floor. Say, hey, Jose. A sketch. Isn't I will. Like fucking Jose and the way he's what? been? You're going to come back with some like weird allergic reaction to just like San Diego Comic-Con. I love these weird like yeah. like ocean hives. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> like weird bumps from the convention. I won't be oh, surprised. That, that's, from, that's from nerd smell. <laughs> yeah. 
from the nerd sweat transferring the nerd team. Sweat. Oh God. Uh, but yeah, um, make sure if you guys have not done so yet and you're listening to it, I want to appreciate everyone that came out and watched us on YouTube tonight. Oh, I know it's them. late. Yeah. I know it's late oh, on the East world. coast. Um, if you have not done so yet, please go to our YouTube channel make sure to like and subscribe our page. It helps us out. Um, if you, you know, the best way to help us out is sharing our stuff. The best way to help us out is there. money. Well, <laughs> you know, that's true. But if you can't afford that, the best way to help us out is getting our, is, you know, sharing our stuff out there, getting the word around about us, uh, so we can help this community grow even larger and more successful going forward. That's what she said. Um, also, Stay on point to our Facebook page and Twitter accounts this weekend as we'll be updating. I'll be updating it as stuff comes out through San Diego Um, and be on the lookout tomorrow as Kyle and I will be right back here breaking down the trailer to The Walking Dead. We'll even do it um, through Google Hangout while we'll watch the trailer together and break it down scene by scene. And we'll go over everything for season nine of The Walking Dead. Whoop, whoop. But, um, ooh, Stargirl live action. Thanks, Jose. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Random. <laughs> but um, for this week's episode of the Absolute Geek Podcast, I'm Matt. I'm Kyle. I'm Jose. I'm Brian. And we will see you next time. And lick your turtles or frogs. Keep lick back and turtles. I like turtles. 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 I like turtles. <laughs> <laughs>